You're listening to my white belt, the best jujitsu podcast in the world. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of My White Belt. I am your host, Jim Trick, coming to you live from Massachusetts. It's an absolutely beautiful summer day here in Massachusetts. I hope that you are thriving and that you are excited about training. I hope that training is going well. If you're recovering from a tweak, I hope that your recovery is going well. I sent out uh, this week's newsletter, the My White Belt newsletter this week, was talking about work ethic. And I, I just happened to get a bunch of I got a bunch of letters back, people thanking me for talking about work ethic and reminding them that work ethic is not just reserved for work. Work ethic is not just reserved for the way that you make money, but it's really important to apply work ethic to the things that we're passionate about. If, if our work ethic is just reserved for work and we're putting all of our energy and all of our time into, into just fueling work, I mean, I mean, that's fine if you're lucky enough that you have one of those jobs where you say, I've never worked a day in my life because I love digging ditches, then that's awesome and I'm thrilled for you. And I, I, I do a handful of things for a living and I really love, I think, just about all of them. And, you know, some more than others, depending on the day and depending on the season. But all that to say that I'm glad that the newsletter landed with you uniquely this week. And I'm grateful. And I, yeah, I encourage you. Listen, what is life? Uh, I forget. I forget who said it, but somebody, somebody famous, maybe it was like Albert Einstein or somebody like that said, there are two things in life, love and work work and love. So I I hope that you're working hard and and honorably at your work, but I also hope that you are working hard at the things that you love, whether that is, you know, building the, the relationship with your children or your spouse or your boyfriend or your girlfriend, like, or your relationship with yourself. I hope that you are working hard at those. And I hope that you're working hard at your at your passionate pursuits and that is to say if you love jiu-jitsu if you are compelled by this beautiful incredible martial art i hope that you are giving it everything that you have to give uh, work ethic applied to passions and great loves and and noble pursuits that is a good use of, of that of that attribute. So yeah, uh, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode of the podcast coming out a couple days late. We, we had I had an interview scheduled this past week. It fell through. And here we are today. Uh, do all the things, please. If you're interested in supporting my white belt, go to originmain.com, buy yourself a gi, go to Jocko Fuel, get yourself some incredible supplements and nutritional and nutritional tools, some milk, some protein powder, some go drinks, get yourself a new ghee, use the discount code TRICK10, 
Sign up for the newsletter. Go to mywhitebelt.com. Get a t-shirt. Do all those things. I'm grateful for your support. I'm grateful for your time and attention. And I'm grateful for those of you who have submitted questions at the My White Belt hotline. Let's take one now. Hi, Jim. My name is Stephanie. I'm a white belt. I have been training since October 2022. And as of this request, um, voicemail is almost, you know, nine, 10 months now, July 2023. Um, I have not yet earned a stripe. Um, probably, rightfully so. I'm not in it to earn stripes. And I appreciate your honest feedback on several episodes about stripes and some people's feelings about them and whether or not we ask for them and all of that has been very helpful. But I will have to say I saw recently that another um, young lady in my group, which is fantastic, um, got a stripe and she's been with the same teachers as me for uh, only a few months. And I've now, you know, been doing it for maybe two or three times the same amount of time as her. And I have to admit, it was extremely disheartening. <laughs> so I guess my question is, is, you know, I know it's all very individual. And I know I already admitted I probably don't even deserve one yet. But how do we get past this idea of this comparison, when someone who starts well after you um, suddenly has the stripe before you? Kind of a bummer, you know, but I'm still going. Don't worry. Thanks so much. Stephanie, thank you so much for submitting that honest, humble, important question. And okay, so, you know, I'm not going to go through the whole long spiel that you've heard me talk about. I will simply say that stripes and belt promotions definitely serve a purpose. And so let's I'll just leave that point at that. I am pro stripes. I am pro belts. And I like getting promotions. Now, that being said, you, you standing in line at your academy and watching, watching your training partner, somebody who has trained half as long as you, go up and get a stripe. Yeah, I mean, on the surface, at first glance, in that moment, that feeling sucks. Period. Full stop. That feeling sucks. You love jujitsu. You're, you're training hard. You're getting a lot out of it. It means something to you. And listen, I, I hear what you're saying. We say, I probably don't even deserve one yet. I'm going to kind of ignore that part of this. Um, you, if you've been listening for a while, you probably kind of know what I'm thinking, you know? So, you know, listen, I'm not here to say whether or not you deserve a stripe and you're not either. It's really up to your coach now. But that being said, back to that feeling, that feeling of you've been training twice as long and you haven't gotten, you haven't gotten acknowledged with a stripe. Okay. It sucks. So let's agree that it sucks. Now, Let's go a step further than that. Here is, I've been saying, I've been saying this line a lot lately, and it's this. Jiu-jitsu, or rather, let's say, everything is jiu-jitsu. 
Everything is jujitsu. And here's what I mean by that. We have some things that we say at our academy and we say them and we kind of all know what we mean. Like we refer to our academy, our coach, Liam refers to our academy as a rolling gym and he refers to us as a teaching gym. And we sort of have a skim the surface understanding of what we mean by those terms, but they are important to us, even though we don't fully, fully understand them. So when I say everything is jujitsu, I have, um, I sort of have a cursory understanding of what I mean by that, but I think that that term is gonna become increasingly important to me and increasingly important to to us in the my white belt community. So let's just go back to like my first six months of training. I would begin to notice that the way I would open my car door, I'd be thinking about the way my fingers gripped the handle of the door. Or if I was walking into a shop, with big, heavy double doors. I would notice the way my fingers gripped that door handle and the manner in which I opened it. Or when I was carrying, you know how when, I don't know if you do this or not, Stephanie, but when you're carrying your groceries out of the car, you wanna try to get every, like say you've got five bags, five heavy bags of groceries, playing that game where you try to carry them all in at once so that you only make one trip. And, you know, I began just noticing the way I gripped everything. I would think about my jujitsu grips. And it just was like one of those things. Where I was like, oh, this is how I do this. This is how my body moves when I do this. And now, like, if I'm, when I'm laying in bed, the way I move to switch positions in bed, I find myself often like doing a shrimp or a hip escape move when I'm getting out of bed. And, and I begin to see the physicality of jujitsu everywhere. But you and I know that jujitsu is more than just physical. It is emotional, uh, it's spiritual if you want it to be, it's relational. Jiu-jitsu is, everything is jiu-jitsu. And so think about this, think about this as a metaphor. Remember the first time somebody put you in a really tight side control? Remember the, remember the first time somebody put you in a really tight, heavy case of Gatami? Remember the first time you were mounted and somebody had like all of their weight pressing down on you? And you thought to yourself, wow, this is such an uncomfortable, awkward, difficult position to be in. So take, so take side control. Side control is a great example. Somebody with a great side control where they are chest on chest and they've got that gable grip around the head and their knee is created, has created a little pillow and it's just so incredibly, it's just so incredibly uncomfortable. And you say to yourself, okay, my work here is to get comfortable. 
in really uncomfortable positions. So what is a lesson? What is one of the life lessons that jiu-jitsu teaches us? Jiu-jitsu teaches us how to get comfortable in wildly uncomfortable circumstances, situations, and positions. Now, if we apply that, the physicality of how uncomfortable that is to something that is more emotional, relational, what part of our, what part of your life would you be served in if you got more comfortable in an uncomfortable situation? Listen, listen, it could be during a job review. It could be during maybe your marriage counseling. It could be, you know, in your marriage counseling session. It could be at any place in your relationship where you begin to get more comfortable in uncomfortable situations. The opportunities that we get I, I, I would say the opportunities that God provides for us to, and, and if you don't like it, that's okay. I'm not preaching to you. I'm saying this is how I see it. You tell your own story. You start your own podcast. But for me, the way I look at it is, and this is when I'm, you know, on my game and in a good headspace, but that gift that I get of that moment where pressure is being applied to part of me and, and I begin to suffer, and then I begin to get comfortable in that position. And then, once I sort of get a little bit comfortable in that position, I learn how to frame. And when I'm able to frame, I'm able to move. And when I'm able to move, I'm able to advance my position. So, the the getting past you know the getting the getting um, left behind is the wrong word but not getting a promotion when this other person gets a promotion that's an uncomfortable position that is an uncomfortable position that is the kind of thing that would make another person quit. That's the kind of thing that would make a person with less mature character and questionable motives, it would make them quit. They would become so uncomfortable in that uncomfortable position that it was more than their ego or their soul or their heart could emotionally bear. So... It serves a really important purpose in your life and in your jujitsu journey. So here's the deal, Stephanie. If this thing that would plausibly cause another person to quit or maybe change academies or maybe take a break or maybe just kind of like have a secret internal tantrum, if you can look at that and go, oh, opportunity. That's an opportunity for me to say to myself, my training partners, my academy, and my coach that I can get passed over a dozen times and I'm not going anywhere. I am not going anywhere. 
I am here. I'm here to train because I love jujitsu and and not, no obstacle is taking me out of this. This is the thing that is making you strong, tough, resilient. And ultimately, this is a thing that has the potential to make you formidable. That, you know, in some other area of your life, when something similar comes up and you are able to say, I am committed, I am going nowhere. This is an opportunity for me to push against this and to get strong. This is an opportunity for me to grow in trust of my coach. This is an opportunity for me to do better and work harder and not for the stripe, not for the stripe, simply to prove to yourself that you are a person who does hard things. You are a person who is uniquely able to get comfortable in an uncomfortable position. And, um, and that's, that's, what's real. Listen, uh, there are, I don't know, you know, the, the whole thing is, you know, and I've said this a bunch, but there are a lot of us who didn't get a lot of affirmation or don't get a lot of affirmation in other parts of our lives. And so the jujitsu ranks, um, carry a little more weight than maybe they should. And so it's just a good, it's also just very simply a good opportunity to check in with your own, with your own heart. But I look at you, Stephanie, I don't know you, I don't know where you train, but I look at you, you know, you've been training since the fall, you're in it, and I'm, I'm excited that you've discovered this and that you're doing it. And I hope Listen, obviously, anytime I'm sharing any counsel like this, there are, you know, if something unethical is being done to somebody, if you see somebody being treated poorly or, you know, there, there are certainly lines with, with all of these things. This isn't to say that nobody here is a doormat and no one should, should put up with being treated poorly. But apart from that kind of egregious behavior, it sounds like you're doing this the right way for the right reason. And Stephanie, let me know when you get your stripe. I, I, would, be, I would be thrilled and honored to just celebrate that with you and to celebrate with you the fact that you that you were able to feel that uncomfortable feeling and just stick with it and not go anywhere. So again, I appreciate the question and I think we'll wrap there. This is just a short, this is just a little, a little mini episode to, um, to put a little wind in your sails. Thank you for tuning in. Cool stuff coming up. And I guess that's really everything for today. Little mini bite-sized My White Belt episode. I'm Jim Trick. This is My White Belt. Until next week, train hard and please train smart.